This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 424, How to Quiet the Voice in Your Head by Jumping Out of Your Comfort Zone. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, find out our theory on how you can quiet the critical voice in your head by challenging yourself more, not less. If you are listening to All Ears English with a growth mindset pushing to the next level, you can get our transcripts to follow along with our episodes and understand every single word. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash conversations. See you there. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, what's going on with you on this lovely Wednesday? Hello, Lindsay. Uh, not too much, not too much. I'm pretty good. What about you? I'm good. And the other day, Michelle, I was coming back from my cardio kickboxing class and I was going into the grocery store to buy some groceries, typical mundane Monday evening, right? And <laughs> I had I had a thought about self-consciousness, about the voice in our heads. Do you have a voice in your head? <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. No? What do you think? I think so. I, or else maybe I'm just the only one who's crazy here. <laughs> um, but some people call it the lizard brain. Some people call it the parakeet that sits on your shoulder and yells at you. Some people come up with names for it. But we have that voice in our head. I mean, where does that voice come from? Um, I think it would be like our, our self-conscious, right? Yeah, our, consciousness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's our self-conscious. It's kind of, it's, it's this voice that's often trying to protect us, right? Um, and I think that that's one thing that with meditation, meditation is designed to quiet that voice. That's really the, one of the big points behind meditation. But, you know, what's the problem, Michelle, for our listeners when that voice comes in when we're trying to speak English? Well, it can be very distracting. And mm -hmm. it can, and it can make you, uh, have fear, I would say. Oh, yeah. Well, it can make you doubt yourself, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Make you doubt yourself. Think I might, can I, can I really speak well? Right. Like, what's this, this person going to think about me? Oh my God. It's terrible. I, I remember, you know, and I can see it in myself sometimes when I'm out with my friends. I'm so spontaneous. I'm so natural. I'm so fun. And then other times, maybe if I'm on a date with someone I'm interested in, mm -hmm. I'm so self-conscious and awkward, you know? Yeah, I think it, that's for everybody, right? Everybody, I, yeah, it's that voice. <laughs> it's that voice. It's that critical voice, the voice that says you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, this person doesn't like you. And I know that our listeners are struggling with this, whether it's in the business space in English or it's in the social space at parties. I know this is in their hearts and we want to help them with this today, Michelle. But Michelle, there are times in life, moments in life when the voice quiets. What are some of those moments for you? 
Uh, well, for me, I would say, um, actually, when I've done performances, like uh, music or even the stand up comedy. And it's interesting because people think, oh, that I must get so nervous. And I am nervous, but I'm not so nervous about like what people think. I'm more nervous about like remembering everything. Okay. Like I, I, I get kind of quiet. I would, I mean, I haven't, you know, performed in a little while, but I always get very quiet right beforehand. And oh. it's just because I'm like in this, uh, this place of deep focus on, Ooh, you like know, a zone. Well, yeah, in I'm the in zone. the zone. I'm just trying to make sure do I remember anything, but I'm not really thinking of, I, I don't really have any time to think about being self-conscious. Mm, you don't have time to think about it. Now that's really key. What you just said, Michelle, um, and that's where I want to go into this piece for our listeners. You don't have time to think about it. So the same thing happens to me, Michelle, when I speak Spanish. Why? Mm. Because my level of Spanish, I'm guessing, is lower than our listeners' English. Mm-hmm. So I'm really busy thinking about the words and reaching for the words. So that critical voice doesn't have time. There's no space in my mind for the mm. critical voice to come in. That's really interesting. I never really thought about that, but... Yeah, that's so true. I mean, if you are so focused on something else, you know, getting getting the language right, getting the vocabulary, getting the grammar right, um, things like that. And for me, in performing, you don't your mind it can't it can't focus on everything. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in contrast, when I speak English, I don't know about you, Michelle, like on a date, for example, mm-hmm. I'm just speaking my native language. It's so natural. I'm not trying, I'm not worried about vocabulary words. Right. So the voice has room to come in and then the voice starts criticizing. Oh, you're not good enough. You know, this person doesn't like you. All of those messages come in that I think our listeners are also hearing. Right. You know, do you get that? Um, yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of me. course. Okay, you know, because I don't, we don't really have to think about speaking English. That's our native language. So, you yeah. know, you have plenty of time, but, but I have to think about like performing. I have to think about that. You know, yeah. I really, maybe if I practice more, I wouldn't have to think about it and then it becomes second nature, right? So. Okay. Yeah. So I think we're hitting on something really important for our listeners. In order to quiet the voice, we need to be at a certain level of challenge. We need to be challenged. We need to be, um, it can't be easy, the thing that we're doing. So guys, we want to make some suggestions because I have a theory that what's happening with a lot of our listeners who are at this intermediate to advanced level is that they're already at a level of comfort with the language. So it's almost that they're not challenging themselves enough so that the voice goes quiet. Does that make sense? If we're repeating the same words, we've always used the same phrases. We know them. It's easy. And there's room for the voice to come in and criticize. Yeah, that's a really interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, I know. I like this idea. If your IELTS exam is coming up soon and you don't know where to start, get our 7 Plus Insider Method Checklist. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N and get the 7 tips that push your score higher. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's throw out some recommendations for our listeners for what they can do when they feel that voice creeping in. I think it's kind of counterintuitive because the trick is, this is what I think the trick is, is to challenge yourself more, right? We usually would think it's better to do something easier, but no, in this case, we need to up our game, up Uh our game and challenge ourselves more. How can we do it? How can we do it, Michelle? Uh, Well, I mean, you can just think to yourself, right? Like, okay, um, let me use... uh, Another sentence, right? Like add a sentence to this conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Extend yourself a little bit more. Continue the sentence a little longer. If if you run into someone at a party and someone says, hi, how are you? And you say, oh, I'm doing well. Thanks so much. Let's add one more thing. Oh, I just came from my 30th high school reunion or something, right? Let's Mm -hmm. add one more piece to the conversation to challenge ourselves a little bit more. Good. What's another thing we could do? Um, yeah, well, you can, uh, you know, take something that you know how to say and think of a different way to say it, right? Mm-hmm. A new way to say something and use that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just always fall back on the same phrases. I mean, it's safe, right? But safety, we, we had a great quote a few weeks ago saying that safe is not, um, is not always safe, right? Comfortable is not always safe. It's, it's when we actually put ourselves in more of a challenge, like a dangerous situation that we're actually going to grow as people. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And another thing we could do in the conversation to challenge ourselves is we could think of a phrasal verb or an idiom that we could use instead of the vocabulary word that we always use. And, you know, this is really a discipline, right, Michelle? We have to train ourselves to always be pushing out of the comfort zone. Yeah, because that's how, yeah, and it may be hard and it may be like challenging and maybe even a little bit awkward, but that's a good thing, right? And that's how you grow, right? So not only are you going to be less self-conscious because you don't have time to think about it, but you're going to, you know, be practicing and learning how to use these phrases and then you're going to be able to add more and more on. So it's really, really beneficial in many different ways. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is so this is really what you guys need to do, or at least I think this is we think this is what you need to do. (laughs) We want to challenge you guys to go out and do this. And I want to make another quick analogy here. It reminds me a little bit of tennis. I used to play a lot of tennis, Michelle. And I remember when I would play against someone who was not very good. My voice, my head would get flooded with this voice. Oh my gosh, I have to win. I can't lose to this person. She's not very good. Oh my gosh. And it was so easy that sometimes I would lose points or I would lose sets even because the voice was flooding my head with self-criticism, right? It was too easy. Whereas if I would get an opponent who is better than me, but just a little bit better than me, just out of my comfort zone, I could step up and I had to focus on my strokes. I had no time for the voice to come in. And in many cases, I could win the match, right? Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's that's really interesting. 
Yeah. So I think it's the same thing that we're talking about here for our listeners. So guys, if you're feeling that the voice is coming into your head all the time and is criticizing you, the problem might be that you're not challenging yourself enough. So we want to ask you guys to go ahead and next time that happens, challenge yourself a little bit more and then come back to our blog and tell us what happens. (laughs) Yes, please, please, please. (laughs) We'd love to hear about it. All right. So there we go. There's our theory on how to get, how to quiet that voice in your head by jumping out of your comfort zone. The comfort zone is never a comfortable place to be. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I love that. All right, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out today. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you're taking your IELTS exam this fall, Get our free IELTS checklist, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.